Today's daf is Yuma Dav Zayin. We are on Dav Zayin. I'm have two lines from the top. Amarav Sheishas Mina Aminolav. So, just to review a little bit and to set the stage for today's daf, the opening mission on Yuma said Shivas Yamim Kardim Yom Kippurim. Seven days before Yom Kippur, Mafrishin Kain Gadol. We separate the Kain Gadol Mibase from his house. We'll see, as we saw yesterday, that includes his wife. And when he separates the Lishkas Parhedrin for seven days in preparation for Yom Kippur. So the first few daf of the Masachta discussed the potential source for this, and we basically narrowed it down to you know two options. Either we're learning it out from the Miluim, the seven days prior to the eighth day of the Miluim, the Yom Hashmini, that Aaron, Hakain, the Kain Gadol was separated for seven days, or it's learned out from Moshe Rabbeinu six days prior to going up to Shemayin to receive the, the Luchais, he also had to be separated from everyone else. The seventh day was added for Tumah, we are concerned that if he, was, if he would be with his wife, there would be Tumah status of a Bayal Nida. So yesterday's daf really spent a lot of time, we spent a lot of time discussing the Tumah status of someone who's with a Nida, a Bayal Nida. And the Gemara at the end asked, I don't understand, we're going out of our way seven days separating from his wife, we're literally putting him in quarantine, yet other people could come meet him, maybe someone's going to come and literally drop dead as he's talking to the Kain Gadol a few days before Yom Kippur. So the Gemara had two options. Number one, maybe lemisa lechashinon. We're not concerned for Tomas Mace. It's just too crazy to always be concerned for death. But the other reason was that Tuma would be hutra betzibar. That even if the kain gadol was tame, he could still do the avayda. And we segued into a machlekes, a general machlekes between Rav Sheishes and Rav Nachman, regarding the allowance for a kain to do the Avaidah when he's tummy is that Tumma Hutra Batibar. Hutra is this wholesale heter, 100% mutter, no questions asked. Or Dechuya, which is, if we have no choice, you could do it. And again, we said this has to do with Hilcha Shabbos as well. Hutra and Dechuya regarding Pikuach Nefesh, in, in life, uh, in, in, in dangerous situations, obviously you could be Mechal Shabbos, but the question is, is that a wholesale heter to do whatever you need, whatever you want, or do we try to find ways to avoid being Mechal Shabbos? This is a general concept of Hutra versus Dechuya. Now, how does it play a role when it comes to Yom Kippur? So number one, would we, uh, more, this is probably the, the primary reason that it comes up is, why would, why would we ignoring the fact that he might become Tame Tumas Mace if Tumas only if Tumas only If it's only Mutter, if we have no choice, so let's try to avoid it. Let's make sure nobody goes within, you know, a few feet of the of the Kain Gadol for seven days before Yom Kippur. From the fact that we don't care, isn't that a proof that Tumma would be Hutra? It's a wholesale actor. Even if the Kain Gadol is Tame, it would be Mutter. You don't have to try to avoid it. It would be 100% mutter. You wouldn't have to get a replacement. There would never be an issue. So that's really the background to why we got into this machoikas between Rav Sheishas, who says, Tumma is Dechuyah B'tzibor, and Rav Nachman, who says, Tumma is Hutra B'tzibor. It's always going to be Mutter B'tzibor, and you don't have to find ways to avoid it. So the Gemara is going to go into a few proofs back and forth, and that's really uh, most of the daf on Dav Zayim. So I'm Rav Sheishas. How do I know that Tumma is Dechuyi B'tzibor? It's, it's mutter, but it's not hutra, not this wholesale hetter. If the Kayin was standing and he was bringing the Mincha of the Oimer, and it became Tame in his hands. So Oimer, he should tell the other Kahanim, 
that we should try to bring, uh, replace it with better barley that's not tame. And let's, let's bring that. However, if he's the only one, or this is the only barley that's available, so the kahanim would tell him, the other kahanim would tell him, heavy pikeach, be a smart guy, and be quiet, right? Shasika. The, that's a good way to, to, to show how smart you are is by keeping quiet. If you keep quiet, bring it, don't tell anyone. Why? I, it's, it's Tame. Minchasa Aymer is a carbon seabar, and carbon seabar is allowed to be brought Betumba. Now, what do we see here? The process was that they would first look for alternative barley for the Aymer. If they had no choice, they would bring it. What does that smell like? That sounds like and not hutra. So Katani Mias, they tell him at least try let's try to bring a different one. So you see, Toma is Tchuya. This is Rav Sheikh's proof to his opinion. So I'm Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, hold on a second. Don't bring me a raya from here, because in this situation, when it comes to the Aimer, whenever you have a carbon that's supposed to be eaten, so then even when we say Toma is Hutra Bitsibar, you can't eat it. One exception, one notable exception we had was carbon Pesach, where you could eat the carbon Pesach, even when you were Tameh, if it was Tumah Hutra Bitsibar. But by the Mincha, you need to have Shirayim La'achila, the leftover should be La'achila, and here nobody's going to eat it. So we are losing out if we brought a Mincha that's Tameh. So even if we hold Tumah's Hutra Bitsibar, it's a wholesale hetter, just go for it. But hold on, there's another consideration here. The fact is no one's going to be able to eat it. Rav Nachman, Maidina Hecha, you have to agree. I agree with you. In a case with the shirayim la'achila, that it's better to find an alternative barley source than just simply relying on tuma hotrib and zibar. Okay, so that was proof number one, and we had a response. Number two, meisve. It says like this: Someone was bringing the mincha. A kain was bringing the mincha for parim elam akvasim. Now we're going to assume these were karbanis hatzibar. Vinit meis biyadai. So it was a mincha for either for cows or for bulls, for rams or for kvasim. Different karbanis. Aimer he says like this: Let's bring a different mincha. If this was the only mincha available, I remember they tell him: Have pikeach, be smart, ushtaik, and be quiet. So once again, what what is this case where they're telling him to be quiet? My love, parim elim uchvasim dechag, that these things are referring to the animals, the rams and the sheep of Sukkis. and in this situation, it's different than a classic mincha because these minachais were kula takti. There was no leftover to be eaten. It was, the, whole, the whole thing was burnt entirely. So the Kahanam were not getting anyways. There was no shirayim lachilo. So don't tell me the first tarot you just said. And yet we see, we don't just bring it right away. We try to find an alternative. So you see, Tuma is t'chuyi b'tzibar not hutra. So I'm a lachar of nachim. What are you talking about? We're not talking about yantif uh, animals. We're talking about parim. When, when the Mishnah, when the Bible said parim means par avodazar. Let's say, Everyone in Klai saw worship of the Zara B'Shagig based on a Psaq of the Bezdin. So then they have, had, they have to bring a carbon. Afagav Dishel Tzibru. So Afagav the Tzibru, even though this animal is a carbon Tzibru, and he would, he would assume Tumahotra B'Tzibru. However, the halachas of Tumahotra B'Tzibru are not so simple. There's a few more details. Number one, Kevin Lekviya Lezman. It has to have a Kviya Zman. 
When we say that's only if there's a zman, uh, uh, a time that we have to bring this carbon by. If we have all year to bring it, bring it later. Why would we need to bring it betuma? So that's why mahadrina. We try to find it betahara. If you don't have another option, okay, they'll do it. Elim is We're not talking about the aisle of Klai, so we're talking about the Eloi Shalayin, Eloi Shalayin from Yom Kippur. That was coming from his own pocket. We discussed this. Even though there's a Zman for it, it's a din of a Yachid, therefore, Mahadrinon, we go and look for the Tahara one. However, Kvasim, so it's interesting, we will still bring it if you have no choice, but there's an aspect of Dechuya in this, and it's not a Raya that Tumor Dechuya, because each, each one has its own reason why it's not a, a, a great example of your classic Tumor Hotra Betzibar. What about Kvasim? The Kavas Habayim Aymer is the sheep that's brought with the Aymer, the Ekoshirayim Achila, because again, the Shirai, the, the Mincha of the Aymer was eaten by the Gahanim. So you have the tarot that we had previously, that here you want to be able to eat it, and therefore it makes sense to look for an alternative Mincha. So let's say the dam of the carbon became Tame, and you can no longer, you're not allowed to do the Zrika on the Mizbech, you can't sprinkle on the Mizbech, yet the Kayin did it anyways. Uzraka, he sprinkled it anyways. So Bishagik, he didn't know at that point that it was Aser Hortza. The carbon worked, and whatever need the carbon was brought for, it worked. However, B'mezid, if he did it, B'mezid, there's a kanas. Loi, hortzaloi, it didn't work. And you're not allowed to eat from the, uh, the meat of the carbon. So it seems like we're talking about a carbon seabar, and we're saying that if the, the dam was nizrik b'mezid, so then the bust of the carbon is possible. So it sounds like tumma is not hotra b'tzibar. It's only dechuyi b'tzibar. And therefore, the knas and this and that. But if it was hotra b'tzibar, what's the problem? Why, why would there be any issues for him to bring it? What do you mean b'mezid? He's allowed to bring it. So the Gemara says, Kitaniyahi, that Bryce is talking about the yachr. It's talking about a carbon yachr, a private individual's carbon. So he's not allowed to bring it. You're not allowed to do the zrika. If the blood is tummy. One more riot, Tashma, there's more, Tashma. So we had this in Psachim. The Bryce says like this We know from Psukim, it says by the, by the Tzitz, Tzitz was one of the eight big day kahuna the Kayan Gadol would wear on his forehead. The Pasuk says, that through wearing the Tzitz, there's this, uh, there, Aaron Hakayan is bearing the sin of Kachim. And we know in the in the Gemara's vernacular that tzitz is meratze al avoyin akachim. So the Gemara says al mah tzitz meratze. What does the tzitz work to for a kapara? Al hadam v'al abasser v'al achelav dam basser achelav shenitmu that became tamei, and they're born on this beach. And the tzitz works bein b'shoigeg bein b'mezid bein ba'inus bein meratze and beachim b'tibar. So you see from here, the tzitz is meratze, even on a carbon seabar. Now, what does that smell like? That smells like if we need the tzitz to be a kapara, obviously something was done and that was wrong. However, it's 100% motor wholesale heter. Why do I need the tzitz to be meratze? What do I need this heter of the tzitz? The whole thing's motor. There's no problem. Nothing was done that was wrong when you brought the carbon when tuma. If Thomas it's talking about when a private person brought a carbon mitoma, that's when it's a tzibar. But the truth is, when it's a tzibar, you don't need 
the hetter of the tzitz. It's anyways tuma hutra b'tzibar. Another teretzah fibar yisema afilu tema b'tzibar. Bahana to lekavilasman. We need the tzitz to be meratza for karbonis hatzibar that do not have kviasman, and therefore you could have waited to do it. You did it anyways. Okay, so then we'll say the tzitz is meratza, but. You don't have that hetter of tumah hutzibar when it comes to a carbon delay kaviyale's mass. This, this basically this concludes the proofs to Rav Sheishas and against Rav Nachman. And now the Gemara flips. The Gemara says, let's start asking on Rav Sheishas again. Rav Sheishas said tumah is the chuyav So let's bring proofs that tumah in fact is hutra betzibar. So let's see. Meisve. That's another kasha. On, on the same passage, it says, that the tzitz should be on the forehead of a haron. And we learn from it that the tzitz is mechaper on sins of kadashim. Which sin is the tzitz being marat on? So the Gemara says, The Bible says, If we're dealing with the sin of pigal, when the kain did one of the avodas, he had a mind to sprinkle the blood or to to bring it as a carbon or to eat it outside the proper time, outside the proper place. So this is called pigle, and maybe that sits is maratze on this. I harikvanema. The pasuk says by pigle loye ratze doesn't work. It will never be a good carbon. Pigle is totally uh, usher. The tit does not work. Vim nicer. You're talking about nicer. When the kain, they wanted to avoid this, he had a mind to, to do to, to sprinkle the blood. At the wrong time, Acharazman, and he wants to say the tzitz is meratze. Harik finemo, and it says when the Torah describes nicer, it says hamakir v'asai lo yechashiv loy or lo yechashiv. That's what the Gemara quotes. Doesn't work. So you see that the tzitz is not meratze on that. So it must be ha'enai nicer el alavain toma. The tzitz is meratze on a sin of toma. And now, very specific, we're dealing with the sin of someone who brought a carbon bitoma. And it's only a tumat yachid, a private individual, not a tumah b'tzibar, a yachid, an individual who brought a carbon b'tumah that sits is meratzeh. Why do I assume? Again, we're just we're bringing a proof from the words of the brisa. Why does the brisa assume that the sits is meratzeh on the sin of tumah of a yachid? And not by pigle and not by other things. So the Gemara, the, the Bible says, Shehotur mechlala b'tzibar. Because Tumah is so weak that when it comes to a tzibar, it's a wholesale hector. No problem. So by a yachid, it makes sense that, that the tzitz is meratzeh. But what do you see from here? Just simply from the terminology of the Brisa, Shehotur mechlala, that the tzitz I'm sorry, that, that Tumah b'tzibar is hotra, is mutter. So it's a rioter of Nachman. That Tomos Hotra Betzibar, the Kasha, the Rav Sheshes, Kasha and Rav Sheshes. So the Gemara says, you know what? There's no Kasha anymore because Tanoi, this discussion is a Machlekes Tanoim, whether Tomos Hotra Betzibar, whether Tomos Tchui Betzibar. It's an old Machlekes Tanoim, and therefore there's no question on Rav Sheshes or Rav Nachman. They're just picking different Tanoim to go with. Tanoi, it's really a Machlekes Tanoim. The Tanoi Lutin Abraisa, the Tzitz, we know that the Tzitz, the one of the big dikhuna is maratza bein sheeshna mitzvah whether it's on the head of the kain gadol bein sheeshna mitzvah whether it's not on the forehead 
it's still meratza. Divrei Rabbi Shimon. Shimon holds the tzitz is always meratza. Rabbi Yehuda, I mer When it's on the forehead of the kohen gadol, it's meratza. And he took it off. Ain't meratza. It is not going to atone. It's not going to appease. It's not going to work. Amar Rabbi Shimon, kohen gadol b'mei kippur mechiyach kohen gadol who does not wear the tzitz when he goes when he wears the the, the big day love on when he goes inside the fnai lufnim he only wears. We're going to see it later on in the Mishnayis. He changes his clothing a few times. So, he's not wearing the eight, the Shemayin Begadim. Yet, it would work for the Karbonis that were brought at that time. If they became Tami, the tzitz would still be Meratzeh. So, Shemayin says, you see, the tzitz is Meratzeh, even when the Kain Gadol is not wearing the tzitz. So, Amr the Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda responded to Rabbi Shimon, Hanach the Kain Gadol Yom Kippurim, Shet Tomo Hachul Abetzivor. What are you bothering me? Kain Gadol Yom Kippur? If, he, if something's telling me, there it's, it's all Kabbalah Sibor, Tomo Hachul Abetzivor. And you don't need the tzitz when Tomo Hachul Abetzivor. So what do you see from here? Rabbi Yehuda holds Tomo Hachul Abetzivor. You don't need the tzitz for that. You might need the tzitz for Tomo Siachin. And Rabbi Shimon holds, no, Tomo is not Hachul Abetzivor. It's only Duchuy Abetzivor. You need the tzitz. Ah, the kind of is not wearing the tzitz in the birth, so it must be the tzitz works even if you're not wearing the tzitz. So, Machlad Rab Shimon, Saratuma Dechuyi, Bitzibar, a beautiful raya that it's a machlekes, in fact, in, in an earlier dispute in the Tanoim. One more piece, Amrabaya, Benishbar tzitz, let's say the tzitz broke. Dekuliyam Aloy Pligi, everyone agrees, the Lemaratza, that it's not going to work, it's not going to atone. Ki Pligi, the Tully Besikasa, it's hanging on a hook. It's in the locker room. Rabbi Huda Savar, the Pasuk says, now just read you the Pasuk. So interesting how you learn this Pasuk. The Pasuk says, And the Pasuk concludes, It will be on his forehead always, constantly, as a Ratzin, which is the Tzitzming Maratzah, the Hashem in front of Hashem. So there's two ways to learn this Pasuk without getting into the... Uh, the 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 um the drush you have v'hay the the diktuk v'haya amitzchay it should be on his meitzach it should be on his forehead and then you put a kama and you would say tamei the ratzayin it always works the ratzayin lehem lefnei hashem or you could read it v'haya amitzchay tamei when it's on the forehead constantly that's the only time the ratzayin lefnei hashem that's really the machlekas. So let's see the Amar Abaya. If the tzitz is broken, Kuliyam lay pligi delem ratza. He pligi de tali besiksa. Rabbi Yehuda savar al meitzach v'nasan. That the tzitz has to be in the forehead of Aaron, and then v'nasan is everyone akadoshim. It has to literally be on the head. Rabbi Shimon savar that when the pasuk says v'haya mitzchay tamid, it's tamid the ratza of neishem. And the tzitz is always meratza even when it's not on the kain gadol's head. My Tamid. So what does the Torah tell me? What does Tamid mean? Ilim a Tamid al Mitzchai. Because what Tamid is going to mean, it has to always be on his head. It can't always be on his forehead. Miloy boy, male basically, he has to go to the bathroom. Miloy boy, meinam. He has to go to sleep. And you can't wear your tits when you're sleeping. Ella, it must be that the Tamid's going on the next part of the Pasuk. Tamid, Meratzahu. It's always going to be Meratzah. So if you look at the trap, we really have a difference in how to read, how to lean this Pasuk. Is Tamid going on on the pus, on, on the previous line, Vahaya Amitzchai Tamid, or it would be Vahaya Amitzchai, and then the the sentence would conclude, Tamid the Ratzain, Lahem, Lifnei Hashem. 
So that is the opinion of Reb Shimon. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Hudanami, I Siv Tamid. It says it has to always be on his head consistently. Or, I mean, what are you going to do with the word Tamid? So he says, Tamid is telling me another halacha, that when a kayin God is wearing the tzit, he should not be masiach das. He should not. Uh, get distracted, you should always remember he's wearing the tits. Kit de Ravuna, famous Gemara quoted by uh, many of the Svarim on Hilchas Tfilin. De Ravuna, the Amar Ravuna, Chayiv, Adon Lamashish, but Tfilin, you should always touch your, 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 if you're wearing Tfilin, you should be Mashish for the Tfilin, to remind yourself that you're wearing it. Again, they used to wear Tfilin the entire day, but even if you're wearing it for 20 minutes, you should remind yourself you're wearing Tfilin, it changes who you are. Kavachayim, it sits, and it's actually on a higher level than a tit. Why? The tzitz only has one name of Hashem. It says, Kodesh la Hashem. Yet, and we learn out from here, you should never have a hashadas. Many words of Hashem. You have a lot of, of uh, Hashem's names in the parashas of the tzvong. That a person should not be Masir Das. So again, you see from here that Tfilin might have a higher level than the Tset. So Rav Shimon the Amar Tamid means means Maratze, that is constantly, consistently being Maratze, even if it's not on the Koyin Gadol's forehead. That has to be on the forehead, and then sounds like it has to be only when it's on the forehead. That's when Aaron Koyin has this ability to. To be Marat says, the Gemara says, Who look for Helamakam with us? Just tell me where to put it. I didn't know where to put it. He told, oh, now he told me it's me on the forehead. That's how I know. Rabbi Huda, like Voyle Makam, you know, how does he know where to place the tits? So he says, You have another Pasik, Navkale, Al Mitzchai, the Pasik concluded, Vahaya, Mitzchai, Tamit, so that says your forehead. Rav Shimon Nami, typically, Miyam Mitzchai, it says on your forehead in the end of the Pasik, why does he need this part of the Pasik to tell me where the tits should be placed? In a he says, in Echanami, really, he could have learned it out from there. Ella, al mitzach, v'natsamai, So what does he, in fact, do with the, with the beginning of the Pasuk of v'hoya, mitzach, aaron, v'natsa, only when it's on the aaron's forehead, and then uh, the, the tzitz can be meratzah. So Amalach, I'll tell you, ro'ay l'mitzach meratzah, when the tzitz is in good condition, it could be worn, it just happens to be in the locker room. So then it's meratzah. But she ain't l'mitzach, ain't meratzah, l'afukin nishbar tzitz, l'meratzah, the tzitz was snapped, it was broken, it would not work to be Mirat Salah. Behuda, Nishbrat, Tzitz, Minale, how does he know from, from, um, how does he know that the Allah would be if the Tzitz was broken, that it would not work? So, Nafti Meitzach Mitzchak, that is extra Vav. It should have said, Vahaya Al Meitzach Tamid. Why does it say, Vahaya Al Mitzchai Tamid? So, it tells me it has to be Roy to be placed on the forehead. Rab Shimon says, Meitzach Mitzchai, the Mashman, he doesn't dash in the Pasuk of Meitzach Mitzchai.